Hello and welcome to Two Guys One Sidewalk. I'm Shane. And I'm Keith. Episode 32. Magic Johnson. You've been waiting for this episode, haven't Three, you? 3-2. Three, 3-2. Magic Johnson. My favorite NBA player ever. Yeah, I can see Magic Johnson. Yeah. He uh, fav- more better than Kobe, huh? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, just, I think because when I was a kid, yeah. I just watched Magic and the Lakers nonstop. So you were you were a Lakers fan, not a Celtics fan. Yeah, my brother was a Celtics fan. Older brother was a Celtics fan, so I couldn't be a Celtics fan. And uh, my grandfather was a Lakers fan. And uh, and his uh, uh, had a family member that lived out in L.A. and brought me a 1986 championship Lakers T-shirt. So that was that was my it, first, huh? Uh, experience as a Laker but yeah episode 32 Magic Johnson episode you know speaking of that I was actually a a Lakers fan growing up too which is kind of surprising with Robert Parrish being from Shreveport you would think that we would be Celtics fans but for some reason I just did not like the I didn't even like Larry Bird and um maybe because I was a Magic fan I don't know but Larry Bird is one of the all-time greatest players but I didn't really appreciate it as a kid because I didn't like him and so I didn't get to really – I was more of a Magic, Worthy, Kareem. I just thought the Lakers was was awesome back then. And I think most people our age was probably one or two fans. You were yeah. either a Lakers or a Celtics fan because there for a while, that's really what it was. Yeah. And in all yeah. honesty, Larry and Magic saved the NBA when they came in, you know. And I don't even know if they were friends, to be honest with you. I don't think they liked each other. No, they each. disliked each other quite a bit. I've read several Magic Johnson's books, and I think – one of of Larry's and they have a utmost respect for each other now. And I think they did then, but yeah, they were not. Do they, they still to, not like each other? Uh, no, they still, they, they, they have a, a, a better relationship now, but they did not, uh, they were just too competitive. Well, you know, back then it seemed like the NBA was more competitive. It was, you didn't really like your opponent. I mean, you look at the, the Pistons, people hated the Pistons. Which I don't blame them because they beat yeah, the they were, pee out of you every time you came up in the lane. But they were the bad boys for sure, and, and they and they lived up to the bad boys. And that was another local guy on there with Joe Dumars, yeah. you know, out of Natchitoches. Yeah, so I mean, well, and they, you know, basketball then like now you see them all exchanging jerseys after the game, and uh, free agency obviously has you know, and as much as teams move around. But yeah, back in back then, you you were a Lakers or a Celtics, right. and you didn't, um, you you didn't high five each other after no, the game. No, no, no. I don't. I, yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't think the today's game is a lot friendlier than it was back back then. And I, that's why I always hear people say, "Oh, so and so would done." Back in the day, some of these players wouldn't have survived because they would have killed them. Yeah, I mean, they literally you went in the lane, you got fouled, and they hard. Yeah, there was none of what they call a. A foul today wouldn't have been a call to foul back no. then. I mean, but anyway, kind of what else you got going on this weekend? Man, I tell you, we uh, not a real busy weekend as, as obviously the Cowboys had a bye week. Uh, LSU might as well have had a bye week playing Army. I did think there were some pretty cool things that were done, how LSU uh, did the camo in. I, I saw that. That was pretty cool. And then at the end of the game, they went over – with the Army team while they did their uh, 
uh, alma mater. Alma mater. So that was pretty cool. So I think there was a lot of respect given there, but on on the field, uh, it was a beat down. It was a beat down. Well, you know, I'd read several times this week that pe- there were people saying, "Hey, lay off of them. Don't do the tiger bait stuff." I well, it's funny it they happen. even so you know every time the opposing team comes out, they get booed. Right. And they were trying. They were saying, "Hey, don't boo Army when they come out." And I don't know how I felt about that. I felt like whoever your opponent is, right? But I, I get it. And apparently, when Army came out, they got a standing ovation bigger than LSU's. Really? So the fans obviously. Wow. Uh, first time LSU fans have been something. First nice, time they've huh? been classy in a while. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> I mean, I think one of the the worst experiences I've ever been to was an LSU game when they were playing Louisiana Tech, and I was riding the shuttle bus over there for 20 minutes i heard tiger bait for 20 minutes i was like dude we're all from the same state you know still tiger bait you know you're gonna win it's just a hey i tell you one thing lsu could have beat tech 100 to nothing that day i think it was back it was early might have been the year they won their first national championship i can't remember but they beat the brakes off of us and there was a guy behind me that yelled tiger bait for 60 minutes and if I didn't think I would have had to fight everybody in that stadium, I'd have punched that guy because I was so sick and tired of hearing Tiger bait because it just got on my nerves. It's bad enough to get beat handily and then have obnoxious and then fan. have a noxious fan right behind you just yelling in your ear the whole time. I I, I told Denise I'm fixing to hit this guy. We uh, that's you know I was at the LSU Auburn game last weekend, and on the row in front of us were a bunch of guys, and they had one friend that was for Auburn. He had his Auburn hat on. And from the get-go, you know, we kind of came out on Auburn strong. We were giving him a hard time. His buddies were giving him a hard time. So he went in and he changed his hat. And when he changed his hat, Auburn scored. So one of his buddies grabbed his hat and wouldn't let him – he made him put the other one back on. Anyway, they were having fun. They were picking on that guy. Uh, I think he was the only one out of five or six of them that was an Auburn fan. They were giving him the business. But Wow. Uh, but, yeah, man, not a, not a whole lot. Uh, obviously, we, we – uh, uh, not only the Saints played Thursday night. Right, so there was no Saints game this uh, week. How'd that go? Did they win? No. hate that for y'all. Uh, me too. No, actually, I, I hope they don't win another game this year. You want them to get Caleb Williams? I'd like to see him Give get Give him part Caleb. ownership of the team? Hey, whatever. What I'd, like to, I'd like to see him get Caleb Williams. Did you hear about that? No. That he's asking for uh, part ownership in his contract. Okay, maybe week. not Caleb Williams then. Maybe we'll go with Drake May then. <laughs> Yeah, really? Uh, a rookie who's never done anything. He wants part. And he's, you he know, also pulled a uh, wow. an Eli Manning and said, you know, he might not leave and go, depending on depending who drafts on him. Who drafts him? I think you're going to see a lot more of that when I mean, he's making fifteen million dollars this year. Is he really? And NIL money made five million last year. If he stays in college again, he makes fifteen million. That's ridiculous. That really is ridiculous. Um. So yeah, man, not 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 a whole lot. Uh, spent some time. My wife was out of town all week last week. She came back in town, uh, hung out with some friends. Got beaten cornhole, which doesn't normally happen. Really, you're but a I good got cornhole player. Cornhole, uh, two games this, this weekend. Hmm. So I'm still recovering from that. Wow. Maybe it was because you were still sore from the basketball game. It has been about two weeks, and I'm barely back, almost back to normal. So you throwing with your left hand? Yeah. So I could see you being a good cornhole player since you're a good dart player. Uh, yep, I, it's all always, kind of a muscle memory type yep. thing that I can see that. So um, yeah, no, Tech didn't play this weekend, so there was no Tech football game, so they didn't lose. Thank goodness, so, you know, first time in a while. 
So. Speaking of speaking of darts, I'll just put this out there. We had the uh, soft tip dart city championships this this past week, and uh, congratulations to John Montoya. He's the city champion, and uh, uh, Ricky Washburn. Second. Ricky Washburn was second. I was third. Oh, you were third. Okay. Um, so uh, good competition, but uh, yeah, I, I finished third in the city, and and John Montoya is a good friend of mine. He. Uh, Took everybody out and was the champion. So Good kudos deal. to John Montoya. I know he watches the show. Well, let me ask you this: Is it throwing soft tips different than throwing the regular ones? Uh, I mean, it has a it puts a little different weight to it, so they're not quite as heavy. But the soft tips, you know, you know, if you walk up to a regular dartboard and you're you're throwing darts, you've got to keep score yourself manually. On a soft tip, when you when it hits it counts your score for you and it's all on a computer screen up above. So, uh, it's, it's really not much different as far as how the game is played. The, the, uh, triple section is a little bit bigger than the triple section on a, on a steel tip board. So it's a little bit easier to hit a triple. The bullseye is a little bit bigger on soft tip. Is that just because it has to have the holes in there? So to fit in, so you have to have enough holes. Now, does the soft tip bounce out more? Yes. So does and is that a not a no? Tip? If it if it, it as long as it registers, so that that is so like say you throw it a trip nineteen and you hit it and it falls out. As long as it registered, it doesn't have to stay in. To where on steel tip, it has to stay in to count. If it falls out, that doesn't count. Now it has to stay in through all your throws on steel tip. On yes. steel tips, okay. Uh, on soft tip, as long as it hits and registers, um, you you get credit for it. So okay. Uh, it's fun. It's, it, it's, uh, I play once a week and some of these other guys out there play about five nights a week. So, wow. um, you know, it, it but, uh, it gives me a little competitive thing midweek to yeah, go, and, go and do that. You know, some of us like to have that competitive spirit still, you know, older we get still like to have the little competitive juices going. So I understand that. Speaking of competitive juices, did you play cards this weekend? I did. How'd that go? Um, the competitive juices weren't not flowing. Uh, no, I I had a good night. Yeah, you did have a good night. I, I I myself did not have a good night. The first couple of nights we played, I had good nights. The last couple of nights we played, I have not had good nights, and I've gotten in trouble when I got home every night. So, but yeah, I, I think y'all suckered me in like a drug dealer. Y'all let me win a couple of times, so then I got confident, and next thing you know, I, I walk out of there with my pockets empty, my pockets turned inside out, y'all. Y'all were fleecing me when I go in there. Yeah, we we had a we had a good so. Friday evening. We and and we got home pretty early. Yeah, we I was surprised by that. If, if we got home super early, I mean, I walked in and Denise was like, "What are you doing here?" I was like, well, "Everybody got done early." Yeah. So, which yeah. was good actually. I was getting tired. I'm kind of a early to bed type person. So, but um, what else? Think, what else did you do this weekend? Well, actually, I had a yesterday after church. I went to eat with my daughter and her husband and um his his parents and had a little discussion come up there and i thought maybe you and i could discuss it today um who is bigger taylor swift or the nfl because you know seems like that's the thing that's going around right now is kelsey and swift right so she was at the game yesterday yeah so i think that makes her third or fourth game in a row patrick mahomes Wife did their little ah, yeah. I saw that's like two games in a row now that they've been kind of buddied up. So, um, 
makes you so I, the question came up who's who's bigger you know it's not close it's not close it's not close now um how are we going to measure this are we measuring well, this that's see that's by, that's the key by money viewers cuz you know i uh i mean obviously taylor swift is going to be the very first self-made billionaire right uh Probably which at the is, end of this tour. Which is very impressive. Yes. However, there's 32 NFL teams. The Green Bay Packers are owned by individuals. Right. So that doesn't count. So the 31st owner of an NFL team is worth, I don't know, probably 10 times more than Taylor Swift. Right. So, yeah, it, it's kind of – and that was kind of the debate yesterday that we kind of got with. Do you go by number of followers or money? I think you have to go by money. So if you go by money, NFL blows her away because in the long run, grand scheme of things. Now, there's 30 organizations working for one opposed to one working for herself. Right. But I think if you go by, by money, it's not close. But I did read yesterday that and – I, and I didn't read a lot of it because I, I knew you were going to be on the Taylor Swift side and I was going to be yeah, on the NFL side. you stuck me on side. the Swifty side, by the way. So, I appreciate that. But – I did see where her tour in L.A. brought more money for the city, more brought more revenue in than an NFL game does. Right. Now, now she was there for six straight nights, and she did sell out SoFi for six straight nights that week. Now, I will tell you firsthand, because remember, I went to Los right. Angeles for the concert. The place... You would think Los Angeles would be a place where people would be like, you know, it's just another celebrity in town. The town itself was crazy for Taylor Swift. Everywhere you went, they were playing Taylor Swift music. Everywhere you went, they had Taylor Swift stuff up. Um, restaurants were packed. I remember going to eat at an In-N-Out. That's the first time I'd ever eaten at an In-N-Out. And I didn't get In-N-Out because <laughs> there was thousands of people waiting to go in there. It was crazy. How many people were there for the concert that weekend? And like I said, six days of her being selling out SoFi. And the the businesses, especially around SoFi, really felt the, the economic impact. So there's no doubt that she's bringing a lot to the cities. Every city she's been to, their economic growth has been huge, which is great for them. You know... Too bad when she came to Bozier that time that she wasn't as popular popular as she is now because think of what it was. I saw her when she came to Bozier. I did. Really? Yeah. You make fun of me for going to L.A. and I didn't even go to the concert. And you actually been to the concert? Yeah, I took my daughter. No. You should be doing the Swifty stuff here, not me. I've never even seen her in concert. She's very talented. She... Uh, I, I actually enjoyed the the show, and she was she was she was talented. Wow! You, speaking of that, you know what? Something else has been breaking the internet lately. What's that? Have you seen? I haven't seen it, but I've heard several women talk about it. The video where Kelsey pushes her bodyguard out of the way to get her out of the car. I've heard about it. I have not seen the video. But the I've women are just it. going crazy over that. Like, you know, this was just such an awesome manly thing for him to push the bodyguard out of the way to get her out of the car. Well, and I've, I I don't know if it was on their New Heights podcast or, or somewhere where I heard him talking about that. And 
he was like, you know, I didn't mean anything by it. It's just a habit. Like I was taking care of my girl, you know? Right. So, well, you know, she's dated such girly men lately. It seems yeah. like all of them she's dated are the, the new age girly men. Well, she gets a hold of Kelsey, who's a manly man, and I guess she, he kind of takes charge, and all these women are just going crazy. I'm thinking, well, that's how most men are. <laughs> most normal men are manly men. You know, you, you take care of your girl. And, yeah. But, yeah, the Internet's going crazy over him blocking the bodyguard for her or something like that. So, But, yeah, I figured we'd just go a little bit and see if we'd go back and forth a little bit on – some facts and right. stuff about it. And like I said, you can money wise, I think NFL popularity wise, um, probably Taylor Swift now. And, and I so I don't know how you want to break that down, but my daughter, Brittany, she told me to give her a shout out since she gave me most of this shout stuff. out, Brittany. Cause I, I couldn't have come up with most of this stuff, but she um, talked about it, but we were talking, what kind of brought it up? Cause I kept thinking for a long time, NFL is bigger than the Taylor Swift. I guess the, what the whole debate was who's well, more well-known. And I felt like like even in – she's like, well, people in China don't know about the NFL. And I'm like, yeah, they do. You know, the NFL's big. The NBA's big in China. You know, but then I start thinking about how big Taylor Swift is with all the kids and all that stuff. So it's probably – popularity-wise, she's probably – I would agree. I mean, I think she's, you know – the Beatles, Michael Jackson, yeah, you know that type of all around the world. She she, you know, draws a crowd and and yeah. uh, brings people in. I I still don't think, and I think well, talking about facts, I think I read here that uh, the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Jets averaged approximately twenty seven million viewers, and she was at that game. Yeah, which was a twenty-two percent lift from last year's Week Four game. Uh, so I mean, she her fans probably accounted for twenty-two percent. Oh, there's more no doubt. viewers. Yeah, there's no doubt. Uh, which is is pretty pretty impressive. Is that the Sunday night game? Yes. Okay. Because yeah, I had something about that too. About it raised the ratings on that of the Sunday night game by twenty-four point three. I don't yep. know. So yeah, that's where. So, yeah, that's the same thing. So, yeah, the people just tuning in, to, I guess, to see her every so often in the – Well, and, and I have to say, I think, like, if I'm watching an NFL game to see Taylor Swift, I absolutely care nothing about football. Oh, there's no doubt. There's uh, no but I'm sure there were many teenage girls, early 20s, that, you know, strictly tuned in to see Taylor having a good time in the suite. Yeah. Did you, know. you, did you see the – have you seen the TikTok of the little two- or three-year-old girl who's wearing a Chiefs cheerleading outfit, and she's sitting there dancing around the table, and her mom's like, what are you doing? She's going, I'm fixing to watch football. And she's, who, who, what team's your – you cheering I don't know. Who's your favorite player? Taylor Swift. <laughs> thinking, girl, girl's too No, nah, I did not see that TikTok, but I did see a TikTok where there was this little, little girl. She was probably two or three years old, and her mom said – uh, who's your favorite player? Who's your boyfriend? She's like Travis Kelsey, and then she goes, "Do you know? You know Travis has a girlfriend." And the girl's like, "Yeah, me." <laughs> you know, and then the mom said, "No, Taylor Swift." And the girl just put her head down, put her lip out. You know, she was mad that uh, Taylor Swift had stolen her boyfriend. Yeah, well, so, I mean, I would be too. Yeah. So, all right, I'll, I'm gonna throw out a, just a few. I'll, I'll go from. I'm probably gonna go from the popularity side of it. All right. Um, 
So, we already talked about she sold out SoFi Stadium six straight nights, which, you know, that that's pretty impressive in itself. I mean, I, I imagine the Rams sell out SoFi every time they play, if I had to guess. Um, now, if they played six straight nights in a row, would they, would they sell no. out six straight nights? I don't think so either. You know, now, how many of people who went to see her were repeat Bunch. customers? You know, I know that was the second time for my daughters to see her in L.A. So, um, but yeah, that was that was impressive. And then one of the other things we talked about was uh, they seem to think citizens of foreign countries know can name a Taylor Swift song before they can name an NFL team. I, I probably depend on what country you're in. You know, I I, I don't yeah, know. That's, that's- I think the Dallas Cowboys are, would probably be world a world name that everybody would recognize. Right, I think so too. And 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 really and truly, the Jacksonville Jaguars are probably becoming a name that people in Europe yeah. would recognize because they play all there. their games over. They they play two or three games a year now in in there. So anyway, I went and looked at Instagram. Taylor Swift has two hundred and seventy three million followers on Instagram. The NFL has 28.4. On TikTok, she has 22 million followers. NFL has 12. And on Facebook, she has 79 million followers to the NFL's 19. Now, if you add up all the 30 NFL teams, their followers don't equal what she has on Instagram, which to me is kind of a misleading thing because not the same the people who are NFL fans probably don't have Instagram. Not right. a lot of them. Right. You know, older men, things like that who watch probably don't have an Instagram account. So that's kind of a misleading thing to a certain degree. But, you know. Still pretty impressive that she has that many yeah. followers. Yeah, no doubt. Um, we talked about her being on Sunday Night Football and raising up the raising it up. Um, we talked about her boosting the economy in every city she went to. They said that in Glendale, Arizona, her opening night in Glendale, Arizona, brought in more money than the Super Bowl did. Super Bowl Fifty Seven did that year. Wow, that that would that kind of impressed me when yeah. I saw that that she brought in for, to Glendale more money than the Super Bowl. That so, is pretty pretty impressive. Yeah, it was a more more of an economic impact. You got some stuff. I got some. Now, are they going to break up after her movie uh, launches this weekend? Did I don't know. It, it did launch. I guess that depends. Does it? Does it? When does it? When did it launch? Uh, actually, it launched on uh, election day. Okay. And it sold 124 million opening weekend, which is the most ever for a concert movie. So. Hmm. But That's yeah. Pretty impressive. Yeah. So there's no doubt right now she is doing a great job of marketing herself. There. I mean, you can't argue that by any means that she has not taken off and really done so. I mean, she's, they say she's going to make over a billion dollars after this tour is over with. And yeah. like you said, she's going to be the first. Yeah. Right now her, her net worth is 700 and let's see. Where is that? Oh, here. No. Seven. 
Sorry, I, think, I, I lost my place here. But her net worth is over $770 million. Yeah, I think you're right. And like I said, I think by the end of the tour, it'll be over yeah. a billion. And, uh, you know, Travis Kelsey's net worth, yeah, $770 million is her estimated uh, net worth at this time. And Travis Kelsey, $30 million. Poor guy. What a poor guy. Yeah. I mean, how can he even go out with a girl who he's only got $30 million? You uh, know. He, uh, which by the just, way, and he just upgraded. Did you, I don't know if you heard, he upgraded to a six million dollar home because it has more safety features to where I guess security for her, yeah. Wow, so maybe they're getting a little more serious than what she told me because you know, what'd she tell you? Well, you know, I've been trying to boost the ratings on this show, so Taylor's been talking to me, and you know, she's trying to get me to go out with her. I'm like, hey, Taylor, I'm married. You know, but so she was a little hurt by that. She was trying I don't to understand why she would be hurt. You know, but you know, I, much as I wanted to boost the ratings of this show, I just couldn't do it because you know. I mean, granted, think if I had had Taylor on the show, we would probably get a whole lot more views. Sure, but you know, I told her no. Might create a little bad blood though. It might create a little bad blood. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one right there. All right. Um, you got, I got a couple more. All facts. right, give me some more facts. All right, let's see. Now, these go back to, I put my glasses on because now I can't see my writing getting kind of small on there. Um, this kind of goes back to her record now. I guess her new record is called Midnight or Midnights. She is the first artist in history to hold all 10 spots of the top 100 at one time. Wow. Yeah. So that every song was one through ten. I thought that was really cool, right there. That that is pretty impressive, you know. Um, she's she has had oh oh. There's only been twenty two albums to sell over a million copies in one week. Midnight did it, sold one point three in three days. Wow. She is the all time leading woman ever downloaded on Spotify. She um, she broke the record for daily streams on Spotify with 186.4 million in one day. And she has won 40. Hey, have you seen our Spotify stream numbers? No, I'm sure it's pretty close. Pretty close. Uh, well, you don't want to embarrass her, though. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's probably Taylor, two guys, one sidewalk. Something like that. That's what I was thinking if I, if I had to look at it. Because, you know, at one time, you remember we were – a lot of people, I know we talked about this before, but wasn't it Apple podcast that sent us something saying we were in the top Yeah, we something were. on the top 50? I think we lost that quickly. Did we? That yeah. was just a one-week thing? Yeah, it was one week. <laughs> we jumped up there for one week. Hey, we were a one-hit wonder. One-hit wonder, we were in the top 50 one week, and we haven't been back. So get us up, people. Um, but, no, she's had 40 AMA awards, which is most by any artist. So, I mean – she is like so. To, what you're trying to convince me is she put Travis Kelsey on the map. Uh, I'm not going to ever say that because I knew who Travis Kelsey was beforehand. <laughs> but there are a lot of people out here who say that, and there's probably a lot of people who didn't know who Travis Kelsey was until they started dating. But that's just because they weren't sports people, right? But if you followed NFL in any way, you knew. Well, who the Travis NFL, Kelsey I was. think, is playing it up because it is 
inviting a new fan base oh, yeah. into no their doubt. sport. Now, I'm sure most of those fans, when they see somebody get hit on the field, they start crying <laughs> or get upset or, you know, oh, my gosh, what am I watching? Yes. But uh, it is bringing a, a new fan base to the NFL. So it's a win-win, I think, for both sides. Yeah. As a matter of fact, you made me think of something when you said that. This weekend I went to – the Louisiana Prize Film Festival. I don't know if you know that was going in town. This Thanks weekend. for the invite. Um, you're welcome. And my daughter Brittany was in one of the shows, so we went to watch her her show Saturday morning. Which, matter of fact, the show she was in last year won the film prize last year. Um, but this year we went and sat there. Well, we you go in, they they you have to watch all nine films that are in that session. And when you sit down, they're like, "All right, you cannot get up and leave once the." The f- film starts, the movie starts two hours because like 15, nine, they're about 15 minutes apiece. So you can't leave. So they said, if you have to go to the bathroom or anything like that, you're just going to have to hold it. And I thought, really? I mean, I'm kind of an old guy, you know, sitting for two hours. I might have to go go potty. But um, then they come out there and said, now, some of these shows might be a little um, on the triggering side. If you get triggered, you can get up and leave. And I thought, what? If you can't get up and go pee, but if something triggers you, you can get up and go step out of there. I told, told I'm glad you didn't invite me. I told Denise, I said, I, I, I'm so over this trigger stuff because grow up and just suck it up. Close your eyes, first of all, if it bothers you that bad. But to tell people if you get triggered, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I would agree. Just, I, I just quit baby people and just tell them to grow up. You know what? You Anybody can get triggered over anything, any given day. That's just a made-up term saying you can't handle something. Yep. And, and I hate it. But I always kept thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, they're saying if somebody gets triggered, they can get up and leave. But, but don't go gotta, to the bathroom. If you got to pee, you better stay in your spot. So I just peed on the floor during the movie. <laughs> Showed them, let it run down the run down the aisle. No, but that, that was fun. Have you ever been to the Robinson Film Festival? I have. That's a nice little like place to place. go watch, go watch a movie. It's very intimate, comfortable chairs. Yeah, we watched Top Gun. There was the last film that I've seen there. The original Top Gun. The no. The, oh, you saw Maverick. Yeah. Wow, that was pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. So, um, you got any anything on the NFL you want to throw out there? Or? No. I know that one thing I looked at was, like I said, because money we can't it doesn't compete because I think the NFL did like eighteen point nine billion last year, so that was just one year alone. Right here we are talking about her getting up to a billion in her career, and the NFL did eighteen point nine one year billion in a year. I mean they're a corporation, they're a major corporation. So I think the outcome of this debate, my personal opinion is, she's more popular. But the NFL is more lucrative. Better, more lucrative, yeah. I think that's probably. I would agree with that. She's definitely more popular, obviously, just by looking at social media. You see she has more followers than the NFL combined. Um, I'm one of those, though, that will be kind of glad when they stop talking about it. I hope she continue, I hope they stay together. I hope she continues to come right. to the game. But uh, I doubt it goes away anytime. No, because like you said, I think the, the NFL is – Using her to absolutely to market, and she's it. using oh, there's no the doubt. NFL because it's going to possibly bring her 
viewers as well. So, it's so a, that was yesterday when we were talking about it. I think it was my wife who said, wouldn't it be cool? Or maybe it was Melissa. I can't remember which one said it. Wouldn't it be cool if she did the halftime show of the Super Bowl? And the Chiefs, they asked her to do it. They've asked her to do it before. She she's said turned no. it down. Right. And, um, but if she's singing and Travis Kelsey came up out of the bottom of the stage and had a ring in his hand and uh, to marry her, and they, they were like, oh, my God, that'd be so romantic. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know. I figured you'd want air supply to be doing that. Hey, now we're talking, yeah. see. Now, I, air supply. I could go with air supply. They probably put on a pretty good show. Yeah. But, you know, I, you can't make fun of me about air supply anymore. You went to Taylor Swift. <laughs> you were a Swifty. No. You were probably, you probably bought the t-shirt and everything. No. Cheered. No t-shirt. Did you I cheer? Did cheer. Did you? Yeah. When I went to Duran Duran, I didn't cheer. I just kind of sat in the seat. But. Air Supply I might have cheered a couple of times. I threw my shirt up there one time, I think. Nice. But, nah, seriously. Um, anything else you want to talk about on this subject? Or? No, I think uh, that that's that's all I had as far as uh, everything I had researched about it. And I, I agree with you. I think Swift is more uh, popular. Yeah. But the NFL is a bigger, much bigger, much more uh, worth Net worth, I guess you could right. say. Right. And, and it's more established, and it's and it's it's going to last longer than Taylor Swift. She'll be around. She'll be like the Beatles, probably. She'll always – somebody will always be following her, and she'll always – her estate will probably always be worth a lot of money. Yes. But the NFL has been around for 100 years, and I don't see it going away anytime soon unless people get so triggered they can't watch football anymore, which could – actually happen on us. Sure. We, we might see flag football here before too much longer. It's about to be in the Olympics. Flag football is? Really? Yeah, and I saw an article the other day. I wow. forgot who it was said he was going to try to play. Um, but, yeah, it's coming to the Olympics 2028. The, some of the sports in, in the Olympics have gotten really weird. Yeah. You know, parkour is going to be in the Olympics, I think, this time. Or maybe next time. I think it's this time. Yeah. I mean, I don't even understand parkour. They just run and jump off of things. And yeah. I, do you get points for that? I have no idea. I mean, I, I don't understand it. But, you know, rock climbing, I think, was on it last last year with who could climb up the rock wall the fastest. And, <laughs> I mean, it, I, I wouldn't be surprised cornhole's not an Olympic sport for long. It probably should be. Probably should be at yeah. this point. Is darts ever an Olympic sport? No. It will be. Don't yeah. worry. So... One of these days, you're going to be a two-time Olympian, one in cornhole and one in eh, darts. I don't know about all that. So, Man, don't give up on your dream. Go out there and say you can take it. <laughs> Remember what you told me? We don't want to just barely win. We want to win. That's right. We want to, want to win big. That's win right. big or so go you're, home. You're going to the Olympics or you're going home, buddy. That's how we play this game. So, nah, that's all I got for right now. Yeah, I think that just about covers for the Real Talk segment of the show. And uh, we'll be back very soon with the real news segment of Two Guys, One Sidewalk. Hello, and welcome back to the real news segment of the show. Keith, we got a little bit of real news to talk about today? Yeah, we have a little bit of real news to talk about today. We got a couple things going on in South Bossier this week that are kind of um, important, I think. You know, this week... Yeah, this week is the this is Sobo versus Nobo. This is Sobo versus Nobo week. This is the um, brother against brother. Is that I don't even know if I like to even call them brothers. 
I don't know. This is the Battle of Bossier City. Week. That's right. That's and right. I tell you, I, I, I was amped up for it Saturday. Made a post on Facebook about beating Oboe and expected everybody else to be as fired up as me. But it's been a slow start to the week on, yeah. on Novo versus maybe, Sobo. Maybe people are a little down after Friday night. Because Friday night we didn't really put the beat down on Nacogdoches Central like everybody kind of expected. And it was a last-second win. And it was an ugly win, to be honest with you. Yeah, I know you and I didn't go to this game. It's the only game that, 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 that we've missed this year. Um, but we watched it. We did know, watch on it. On TV. And it was kind of tough to watch in the it, first it, half. It was, it was real tough to watch. The wide receiver for Nacogdoches. Wow. Yeah. Every time he touched the ball, like he was just I think I think if they had thrown it to him thirty times, he probably would have scored twenty. I mean uh, they it was it was it was but at the end, Bigfoot Burrell Bigfoot Burrell put it in wins to, the game with no no game. time left on the on the clock. So the Panthers moved to seven and one and they will host the airline Vikings who are seven and one also. Yes. Uh, I imagine there's gonna be a big turnout at Parkway Stadium. Friday night, so if you're going, make sure you get there early because there's going to be a lot of people there. The parking's going to go quick, and it it I hope it's like the the old days whenever you know that one time when Parkway and Halton played in the final game of the year and they were both nine and zero. Oh, and it's back when people, Dak and and yeah, and, and were there people on the track yeah. watching the game. I I thought that was so cool that it was so. I think many they people. said there was over five thousand people at that game. Was there? It was a really cool atmosphere to be in. And I'd like to see that with with you know those that ugly school up north um, coming down. But yeah, it's it, it should be a, a a fun week I think between the two schools and uh, it'll 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 all they'll put it all Friday night lights. We'll be uh, working for Sobo Live that night. Yes. So those of you that are going to be out of town, matter of fact, I was supposed to be out of town. Going to Jasper, Arkansas for the weekend, but uh, I can't miss this game. <laughs> and so we're going to call the game, and mm-hmm. then as soon as the game leave is over, we're going to hit the road and head to Arkansas. Well, that'd be cool. So you'll have a chance to have fun right after the game, and yeah, so that'll be that'll be fun. Uh, if you haven't seen these two teams play, it, it you know, airline has a massive passing attack. They've got some gifted athletes on 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 the offensive side of the ball. And Parkway is probably most dominant on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah. So, you know, at home this year, we haven't given up a lot of touchdowns. No, we haven't. We've, we've been pretty dominant. And last week was the first time that I'd really seen the defense struggle with the pass. And that, that made me a little on the nervous side because that's what airline does. But I really felt like that our passing game was one of our strong suits, and we kind of struggled a little bit on that. <coughs> Excuse me. Well, it'll so, be it'll be fun it'll be fun to watch and uh, hopefully they'll have good uh, pep rally. I'm, if they have a pep rally Friday, we need to go to it. Okay, we haven't been to any of the pep rallies this year. Maybe surely they'll have a pep rally. Go for check that. that out. But uh, I'll probably wear my beat Nobo shirt to that. I have a beat Nobo shirt. Be good. I got me a because um, this week is Americanized airline, American. so you're supposed to wear your red, white, and blue. And uh, I'm gonna wear my wet, my red, white, and blue. Nice. So I'll, I'm going to be ready for that this weekend. Some other things going on this week. Uh, I know the Republican women of Bossier Tuesday evening, they're having a uh, an event. I think some of the people that are in a runoff election are going to be there, and then they're going to be celebrating people like right. you who, who won. I think I saw your face on a flyer. Yep, you did. So uh, that'll be Tuesday night at uh, – 
6 Silver Star at 6 p.m. If you are available want to go have dinner and listen to some of our newly elected officials, they'll introduce them. You can meet them. So it'll be a good thing. Then let's see what else we got happening this week. Uh, Saturday yes. evening. Um, I'll pull it up and read it. Obviously, you can see I'm wearing uh, pink, and as the chair of the American Cancer Society Men Wear Pink, one of our ambassadors is having the San Miguel Goes Pink Night, Saturday, October 28th, from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. It says, join us for food, fun, and fight against cancer. A percentage of the food and drink tickets will be donated to the American Cancer Society. A special pink drink will be available. Live raffle with lots of cool prizes and donations are accepted. It's going to be held by C.B. Burkhart, who also sponsors our Real Funny Dad yep. joke segment of the show. And he's a 2023 ambassador. So Saturday, 4 p.m. to 9 p.m., stop by San Miguel, grab some dinner, grab a few drinks, and a portion of those proceeds will go to the American Cancer Society Men, Men Wear Pink campaign. Yeah, and C.B.'s put a lot of work, and he's told me some of the, the um, door prizes he's going to have and, and – um, Pretty cool stuff, mm-hmm. you know. I, I, I think some, some maybe some are door prizes, some are auction items. I can't yeah, remember. I think they're gonna have some silent auction items, some door prizes. And again, I'm gonna be out of town, but uh, I, I've tried my best to help CB get ready for this. It's gonna be a fun evening. Yeah, and something that if you're going out to dinner Saturday night, why not go to San Miguel and and uh, grab some food and and help support a good cause there. So appreciate CB doing that, and appreciate uh, Luciano from San Miguel for allowing that to happen. Yeah, Luciano's done a good job of helping the community out over the years. And it, it, you know Saturday night is going to be packed anyway for him to give up one of his busy nights to give a proceeds to that. A portion of his proceeds says a lot about him because that anytime you drive by San Miguel on a Saturday night, it's four or five deep in the parking lot of cars. So it's it should be a good night for CB. And I imagine there will be more people who will come out just for the pink. So it will – There'll probably be a lot of money raised that night. For, should for should be should be a fun fun evening and a fun event and just something else uh, that's happening this week in South Bossier that uh, you know this past weekend. I tell you that you you talked about the film prize. You know there was a lot of stuff going. Yeah, on. Yeah, there was weekend. a lot of stuff. You had the Heroes on. Run. Uh, you had a lot of the churches in town that were having uh, trunk and treat, trunk and treat, uh, Oktoberfest, whatever you want to call it, but. Uh, a lot of things happening, a lot of things going on in the community, and uh, kind of enjoy this nice weather uh, while we can. Yeah, band had a big band competition Saturday also. Man, I tell you what, I drove by that. I was showing houses on Saturday and was going in the Savannah place, and I bet you there was 45 school buses behind that church on Van Diemen. Really? I mean, they had a ton of uh, kids there and a ton of bands, and I hear it was a really great Yeah, it was a big turnout. competition. <laughs> As a matter of fact, my... My daughter was trying to get home, and she couldn't get to her house because the bands were blocking the road to her house, and she was a little, um, I would just say disappointed she couldn't get home. Well, there was a lot of people, even when the Heroes Run was going on, and then the Nature Center was having something. Yeah. And then they were doing a cleanup. Keep Bozier Beautiful was doing a cleanup. There was just a lot of stuff going on in a small area this weekend. Yeah, and, yeah, they had half of Shreveport, I mean, half of Barksdale Boulevard closed down in the right lane heading south. So, yeah, it was a very busy weekend for South Bossier. But in this weekend, and once again, it's going to be busy. It's going to be fun. Got airline coming into, coming into our home. So, 
something else, I guess, that's really not fun. We're going to speak about battles, I guess. Um, seems like we're getting closer and closer maybe to World War Three. Man, I'll tell you, it's, it's uh, looking like that. I'll yeah. tell you, the more you watch the news, and I try not to watch the, the – the national news very much but there is a lot going on and uh you know hunter came home from school friday he's like dad other than ukraine and russia what what's going on right now and so then we ended up having to have a 45 minute you know an hour talk talking about you know what's going on over in, in israel and the united states and china and russia and you know it's for lack of a better word, it's pretty scary times right now. Yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a tinderbox over there right now. It's not going to take much to get the um, a fire going, I guess. Because I mean we've got aircraft carriers in the in the Gulf, and they've got I think China's recently moving one that direction or already has one over there. So we're starting to get a, a build up of different military powers over there. Russia and Iran and China are starting to talk to each other, and so it, it's kind of building like we you know we could very easily go into world war three and and the sad part about it is the fact that we have weak leadership is really what's During causing all of this you know because when you have weak leaders these other countries they only know one thing they know power yep and when you don't have power they try to take advantage of it and we have not had we out of the last see 16 years for four years we had strong power for the other 12 we had very weak power where we were apologizing for america instead of saying we are the greatest don't mess with us or we'll put you in your place and it shows those those dictators will stick their heads up and will say something and test us if we're not strong and we have not been strong in 12 of the last 16 years well and you have to think you know putin was just over in china and he was welcomed and you know they you know, they realize that if they're going to do something, now's the time to do oh, it because yeah. of our weak leadership. That ain't no doubt. And, you know, like you and I were talking earlier, you know, when I was explaining to my son about everything that's going on, you know, it's unfolding just like the Bible said. Yes, very much so. And I ended my conversation with my son to say, buddy, I know I know you know if you die today, you you're right with with God, and you're going to go to heaven. But you better make sure your friends are as well. Yeah, and it, and that's just you know where I kind of ended it after talking to him about what all was going on and my opinion on why it's going on over there. And and it was a pretty deep conversation to have with a 14 year old. You know, and I even said, "Look, man, you're getting to the point where if this thing lasts very long, you could be drafted. You're going to be over there." Yeah, yeah. It, it becomes very real to you when you get in high school that hey. Something happens now, I can be involved in it pretty easily because 18 years old, they start drafting people. They haven't drafted since Vietnam, but we get another world war, they're going to be drafting for sure. Well, and, and I tell you, and I even told Hunter about this, and it was something I saw that said that 70% of our current military is considered obese. Wow. And that we are spending so much time training our military on woke ideology and not having them ready for when something like this happens. Yeah. I, 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 and not only are there 70% that, that way, they said that we've missed our you know recruiting numbers for the last two years, yeah. maybe three years. And uh, so, yeah, it could very easily, if this turns into what I feel like it's going to turn into, that 
that the draft is going to happen. Yeah, it's going to have to happen. Um, so, you know, we, we don't, like I said, nat- we don't talk a lot of national news on here, but it's something we, we'll keep an eye on. Uh, and, you know, it sent me down a rabbit hole this weekend of I saw a video where our fighter jets were flying in, you know, open airspace, and the Chinese flyers came within like 15 feet of us. Really? And we're just being very... Taunting. Yes. Uh, to our, to, you know, so, you know, that's happened a lot more in the last few years than it's ever happened before. Well, I mean, heck, look, we had a, a spy balloon fly all the way across our country and we didn't do anything about it till it, after it left our airspace, you know, it, it just shows like, again, w- weak leadership. And when you have weak leadership, they're going to test you. You know, you can say what you want to about president Trump. We were not involved in a single mm-hmm. skirmish in the four years that he was in office. All you heard about, he's a warmonger. He's a warmonger. He's a warmonger. Not a single skirmish because people were scared to death of him. Well, and, you know, people talk, like, I think North Korea has been mentioned and somehow trying to dabble in, in what's going on over there. But, you know, President Trump went over there and I think was the first president to step on yeah. that soil over there. Um, he just had a lot of, they had a lot of respect for him and obviously mean tweets. People don't like that. People don't like his personality, but he was respected and he was powerful. And right now we don't have that respect or no, that power. Not at all. And who knows what's about to happen, but we're, we'll keep an eye on it and uh, talk about it a little bit, but it's, it's, uh, you know, pretty trying times to see what's going to, what's going to happen over there. Yeah. And, and, and I'll just touch on a little bit more. You talked about it being kind of Bible prophecy. Go back and, if you don't know, go back and read Revelation. It talks about and it, it talks about how they start lining up from the north and they, they band together. And it, it, like Shane said, it's fallen in line almost to a T of what the Bible says. So um, something you should pay attention to. And, you know, we'll... Like I said, we'll keep on trying to get information on it as the week goes in. Since you and I are the top-notch reporters that we are, we'll probably send a crew over there to get firsthand knowledge of what's going on. But, no, seriously, you know, but it is something we need to pay attention to, and it's something we need to pray about and, you know, pray for Israel and things like that. And another thing, we got, pray for this country. We got some kids who are around protesting Israel, all these college colleges on the East Coast, and they're professors which we got, we've got nuts in the in the higher education, but they're protesting. They're dressing up like Hamas and protesting Israel. They don't have a clue what these people stand for. Those people will kill you just as quickly as they oh. look at you. They don't care that you support them. They do not care, especially the ones who. I'm not going. Never mind. I'm not going to get my soapbox. But it just. <laughs> People need to wake up and quit thinking that the enemy is your friend. Because right. they are not. They will kill you in a heartbeat and think nothing less of it. I mean, just look what they did when they went into that concert. Yeah. They, they don't care the first thing about you at all. So, anyway, I'm going to try to end news thing on a little bit lighter note, sure. if you don't mind, since we kind of took it down a bad rabbit hole. Um you know, I've been trying to do this week in history, once again this week, since you made fun of me for messing up my day a couple of times. So this week in history, in 1983, 
the Beirut dorms were bombed in Lebanon. I actually, I remember that as a kid, whenever they bombed. It was four, uh, 241 U.S. servicemen were killed in that mm. car bomb up against the dorms, killed. And I probably started changing the way we did our foreign military. We probably started making them where they probably had more protection around their dorms at night and stuff like that. Because I think the car drove almost all right up to the dorm. Yeah. So it was before we really got into protection. Um, this 19, I can't, forgot to write the year down, but this week, um, Pele was born. Pele. You know, soccer star. I forgot to write the year down, but I think it was 1929 or something like that. But he was born this week. Um, this week in 1945, the UN was established. Hmm. Which I don't know about you. I'm not a fan of the UN. No. I think it's a worthless I thing. Care. I can't stand it being in our country, first of all. And uh, I just think it's a waste of money and time and something we probably support, to be honest with you. Um, all right. In 2003, the very last Concorde flight. Do you remember the Concorde? I don't. The little plane that flew at supersonic speed, it had a little curved nose that get you I, from. London to New York in like three hours or yeah. something like that. This that was the last time. Last it flew. time it flew was in two thousand three. I've heard rumors they might try to bring it back, but um, it was so expensive for people to fly back and forth that people didn't use it as much as they thought they would. But you know, I think it's about a nine-hour flight now across from New York over to Europe, and that one could do it in three. So it was. Man, I don't know. It. I'm good. I, I, I'm going to stay in the United States, especially <laughs> right now. I'm good. Yeah, you know, Denise and I were hoping we could go to Israel in a couple of years with the church, but now you're thinking, I don't know if mm. if that's going to be an opportunity or not. But. I don't either. So this week in 1940, the 40-hour week was instituted. 1940. Yeah. So before then, I guess there was no restrictions on how many hours a week you could work. So now people complain about a 40-hour week. They want a 32-hour week now. They want a 32-hour week but still get paid for 40, which, by the way, I've heard that on multiple occasions from people who work here who says, well, I'm still going to get paid for 40. No, you're not. <laughs> Why should I have to pay you eight hours to sit at home? Right. I'm not getting making money for you to sit at home. You, you get paid for 32 hours. You don't get paid for 40 hours. <laughs> so, And then the last but not least, and this kind of ties up what we had today, in 2014, Taylor Swift's album, 1989, was released. Taylor Swift. Yep. T-Swizzle. T-Swizzle. So, what is their new nickname? Is that, they have a nickname for them yet? T-Swift or something? I don't know. Yeah, I imagine they got something. They've, I'm sure Trey they've Swift. got many of them. Yeah. All right, well, that's you all I've was wearing his number 87 friendship bracelet yesterday? No, I did not see that. I saw that. that. You probably got a friendship bracelet, don't you? No. Don't lie. No. No friendship bracelet. Well, you gonna get I just one. got my men wear pink I see that. bracelet. I threw a couple, a couple of those at the parade. Did you? Yeah. Did you throw well, any cups? One or two. <laughs> by, by the way, you're going to get a friendship bracelet for Christmas. A Taylor nice. Swift friendship bracelet. Taylor Swift friendship Yes. Bracelet. I expect you to have it on all the time. I'll have my matching one and we can be Swifty Brothers. <laughs> Swifty Brothers. All right. <laughs> but that's all I got for news right yeah, now. Yeah, I think that covers us for the real news segment of the show, and we will be back. Last week we did not have the real – was it last week we didn't do real funny dad jokes? We didn't do funny dad jokes last week. And I actually have a little bit of a cool story this week too. And we, we'll be back and combine the real funny dad joke segment and 
cool story. Real cool story segment of the yes. show. Thank you all for joining us on the sidewalk. Welcome back to the Real Funny Dad Joke segment of the Two Guys, One Sidewalk podcast, sponsored by Burkhardt Insurance Agency. If you need home insurance, auto insurance, commercial insurance, you need to give CB and Chase Burkhardt a call at Burkhardt Insurance Agency, 318-746-6716. Keith, are you bringing the heat today with these dad jokes? I am, but I'm gonna, before we do that, I'm going to tell you a story real quick. Tell me a story. Um, since we're going to combine cool stories with... Um, dad jokes. Um, heard a story about this airline or this Navy airline. Plane. We can't use the airline this week. That's what, we'll go with Navy plane. Okay, Navy plane. Well, this actually would fit in. You'd like this. Okay, with the airline. Um, September thirtieth, nineteen fifty-one. This Navy plane, a uh, AD one Sky Raider, actually crashed in the Pacific Ocean. And when it did, the the two people on board, they actually survived the crash. They ran out of fuel, and they had to dump it in the ocean. And when they finally got out of the plane, they got up into their life raft. Well, the, it was super foggy, and waves were choppy and everything that night. Well, in the process of getting in there and everything, wave came in and knocked one of them out of, out of the life raft. Well, the current was so strong, it pulled the life raft away from the guy quicker, and he could swim to it. So next thing you know, the life raft is gone with, with the other person in it. So he's stuck out there by himself in this foggy, dark ocean, which is known to be shark-infested because they, that part of the Pacific breeds great whites. So, you know, he's thinking, he's starting to panic a little bit, thinking, okay, this is probably the end of me. Well, he starts trying to swim, and he swims for a couple hours, And which, first of all, I can't believe, I can't swim for a couple hours. I guess maybe if my life depended on it, maybe I could, but I, as of right now, about five minutes, and I'd probably be like, <sighs> but um, he swims, and doesn't know where he's going. He's just swimming. Well, finally, the fog breaks a little bit, and he sees way out in the distance, he sees a small little light on the beach. And um, about that time, he realizes, you know what, he gets the, the will to live again because he was exhausted. And he s- starts swimming towards that light. Well, he swims for another hour or so, and he finally gets to the beach, and he climbs up on the beach, and he's just – wore out i mean you can imagine swimming for that long and rocky i mean not rocky wavy water and um everything and he was just i'm so happy to be on land but he when he got out he was just couldn't move because he was wore out he was suffering from hypothermia he finally crawled up to this house up there and knocks on the door and someone answers and they get come in and warm him up get him taken care of and um he, they call the Coast Guard, and they come get him and take him back to the um, naval base. Well, he finds out that the other pilot had been rescued also. The Coast Guard found him off the in the life raft offshore. You know, the other guy thought maybe this guy was dead. Well, they get back together and everything. Do you know who that person was who, who was playing ditched in there and he had to swim to shore and survived? Bush? Nope. Clint Eastwood. Really? Yep. Wow. Yeah, that was a neat little story that I heard that Clint Eastwood, with the, I didn't even know he was in the Navy, to be honest with you, but yeah, that happened to him. And Wow. He That's had to, pretty crazy. So, I, I'm, I've always been kind of a fan of Clint Eastwood, yes. and that, that was impressive to 
to hear that story about him. But yeah, that was Clint Eastwood who had that happen to him. Very cool story. So, all right. So some dad jokes. I got some for you here. All That's, right. Now some of these are probably going to get me in trouble. I'm just going to go ahead and say it up front. So any emails that people want to send about these jokes, send them to Shane. So, all right. First one. Did you hear that about Travis? Kelsey and T- Taylor Swift were walking through a dark alley. I did not. Well, when they were walking through this dark alley, a vampire came out of nowhere and attacked them. And, of course, it got a hold of Travis and started sucking all of his blood, sucking his blood, and went to go after Taylor. And he turned and saw Taylor and looked at her and took off running and left Taylor alone. You know why he did that? I don't. Because she had bad blood. Right. <laughs> That's good. That's good stuff. Bad blood. Okay. Why did Cinderella get kicked off the football team? I don't know. Because she kept running away from the ball. With one shoe at that. Yes, she did. She was not. Kicked her off. Yeah. Maybe if she had kept her other shoe on and gone for the ball, she would have been on the team. She would have still been on the team. All right. All right, I was, did you hear about Taylor Swift waving at the boy today? I did not. He did not wave back at her. Now, there will be a, a new album out tomorrow. She, he should have waved back. He should have waved back, and now he's going to be blasted on there. Okay. Which insect doesn't play well in football? A fumblebee. A fumblebee. I'm surprised no one's used that one on Friday nights yet. You know, I was kind of disappointed Friday night with the dad yeah. jokes. Nobody was coming with the, the energy. That was two Fridays ago, yeah. wasn't it? The energy just wasn't there on the on, on the, the dad, dad jokes. jokes. So I was kind of on that. Yeah, Friday night. Yeah, that, I'll get y'all's dad jokes ready for Friday night. We need them because need to have some fun up there. All right. If Taylor Swift's fans are called Swifties, what do you call Carrie Underwood fans? I don't know. Undies. <laughs> Undies. Yes. Yeah, that's nice. That's that's. Who is the leader of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? Captain Hook. Hmm. 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 That was kind of a childish joke. It was. I got another one. I'm going to go. Right, go ahead. I got I got another one that's a little childish. Your mama's so fat, her shirt size has more X's than Taylor Swift. You sorry sucker. You stole that one from me, didn't you? Uh-uh. Man. I had that. I was saving that one for last. Your mama's so fat, her shirt size has more X's than Taylor Swift. You stole that one from me. <laughs> I, see if I go to the bathroom anymore during a break. That's funny. That one was funny. I was saving that one, too. All right, I got one more. Then this one's going to get me in all kinds of trouble. What's the difference between Iron Man and Iron Woman? Iron Man and Iron Woman. I don't know. One's a superhero and one's a command. (laughs) Iron Woman. Wow. Uh, I'm in trouble on that one. Yeah. You're, but you're that, in trouble I couldn't on help that one. that one. 
Uh, there was a couple other your mama Taylor Swift jokes. You see any more of those? Because no. I th- I kind of thought it was funny. Yeah. But you, I gotta have to find me another your mama joke when it comes to Taylor Swift. But that's all I have now since you since you took some of, took my joke. See if you can find that. I got one more, and then I'm gonna okay. turn it over to you. Knock okay. knock. Who's there? Riverboat. Riverboat who? Riverboat Young. When I first saw you. <laughs> How's that song go? We were both young. Uh, I don't know. Riverboat Young. When I first saw you. Something, 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 something. 16. I don't know. I don't know my Taylor Swift songs. I, you know, I barely knew what Bad Blood was. So, but anyway, that's all I have for dad jokes today. I was trying to, I'm going to have to leave it on the, the Iron Woman. I got one more. Okay, let's hear it. Does Taylor Swift wipe after going poop? <laughs> Can I say it? Can I say it? Yeah. She just shakes it off. She just shake shakes it off. It off. Shake it off. <laughs> we're not only we're going to have mamas after us, we're going to have Taylor Swifties after us. We're One more. Have, keep them going. Keep them coming. I what like is it. Taylor Swift's favorite vegetable? I don't know. This sick beat. Ah, got that one. All right. I got to find one more and then we'll call it. Your mama. Here we go. So stupid. Your mama so stupid. How she, stupid is she? She thought Taylor Swift was a Swiffer wet jet. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. All right. Your mama so stupid. She thought Taylor Swift was a Swiffer wet jet. That's good. I think that's all I've got. I think that's all that's all I got too. I think we'll end it on the how we, we, we did not mean to offend any Swifties or Travis. No. We did football. We did jokes. football dad we jokes. Did. Yes, Swifty that's right. We combined jokes. them both. We did football dad jokes. We did Swifty dad jokes. We even did a couple of your mama dad jokes. Burkhart Insurance Agency will probably get some complaints about yes. sponsoring. Yes, this but particular episode. we were all in fun. Every, you know, anytime we tell jokes, it's all in fun. So nobody get triggered. Seriously, <laughs> we don't back. want any bad blood coming towards us on this show just because shake just off. shake it off. Shake if you don't off. like it, just shake it off. So anyway. But, yes, I enjoyed today's show. So um, check in with us next week and join us again on the sidewalk next week. Yes, thank you all for joining us, and have a great week. We'll see you all next time on the sidewalk. Goodbye.